There's mummies and dummies and ghosts that bark. There's goblins and ghoulies that wait in the dark. If you wish to wet your pants with fright, listen to Gaxi on Goosebumps tonight. I'm gonna come. Uh, welcome back to Gaxi on Goosebumps, the show which I read and review every single Goosebumps book from Arlstein's original series. Joining me today for a very special episode of Give Yourself Gatsy is my dear friend and book enthusiast, Rebecca. How are you, Rebecca? I'm good. Thank you. Rebecca, you are a librarian. I am. Is there a strong Goosebumps presence at your library? There is, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Still very popular with the youth. Good, good, good. And sometimes with people in their late 20s who realise they have very little else. Yes. But enough about me. Did you ever read Goosebumps as a kid? I believe we were talking before about point horror. Yes, I, I loved Goosebumps as a kid. I got really into the point horror, um, but it was just what was whatever was in my school library growing up. But I actually wouldn't mind rereading. Well, what? you don't need to because I've got a podcast where you can just listen to my synopsis of them. So I would mm. say save yourself the time. But you did, you did read some Goosebumps books as a kid? I did. I did. Uh, do you remember any in particular? Not so much even the books, but I remember the video game. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Escape from Horrorland. Escape from Horrorland. And I remember the Werewolf Swamp. Werewolf of Fever Swamp? Yeah. The book or the... <laughs> the terrible film uh, oh, yes, TV yes. show. Yes. You know, whichever. it's my opinion. That's actually probably one of the better TV episodes. Okay. So if you thought that was terrible... Please do not watch the rest of the series because it is all downhill from there. Did you ever read a Give Yourself Goosebumps one, a Choose Your Own Adventure? No, I did not. No. Never had the fortune. Well, you've got the fortune today. <laughs> Can you please give us the title of this book and explain what we've got in our holographic cover? Reader Beware, You Choose the Scare. Mm-hmm. Number four, The Deadly Experiments of Dr. Eek. Mm, and what, what have we got in the cover there? <laughs> we have a monkey scientist mm. in a lab coat. Um, poorly handling some beakers. <laughs> Fantastic. And could you flip it over and read us the uh, the blurb there? He's out to take over your life. Mm. Top secret and dangerous. That's what your mum, a famous scientist, <laughs> calls the research she's been doing at the labs of Dr. Eek. You're dying to know what it's all about. Then one day you get lost in the labs. Before you know it, you've become a human guinea pig in Dr. Eek's deadly experiments. Mm. If you choose one lab, you meet a dog wearing sneakers. He's half dog, half kid. Okay. And now he's after you. If you choose another lab, you get lost in a maze, a maze that just happens to be the home of an enormous rat. (laughs) The choice is yours in this Goosebumps adventure that's packed with over 20 super spooky endings. Thank you so much. So, generally speaking, three categories of endings. Endings where you die, you survive but your life is shit, or you survive and your life is good. So we're going to try and aim for, obviously, the best ending possible. So, settle in. How did you get in here? A voice calls as you enter the waiting room at Eek Laboratories. That door is supposed to be locked at all times. You and your friend Sam jump. You didn't think anyone was around. Then you spot the receptionist sitting behind a tall desk. She's a short, frizzy-haired redhead wearing too much lipstick for her thin lips. She glares at you, as if she expects you to turn around and leave. As soon as you figure out, you're in the wrong place. I'm looking for my mum, you tell her. Who's your mum? The receptionist asks. She starts to pack up her things to leave. You glance at the clock. It's almost 5.30. Quit in time. This gets cool. She's the new lab technician, you explain. She's working on some top-secret experiments for Eek. Really? For Dr. Eek? The receptionist gazes at you suspiciously. Yeah, I guess, you say. But really, you're not sure. How come your mum never mentioned him before? Dr. Eek? 
All she ever told you was that she had a new job in a research lab. You didn't know there was a medical doctor involved. Doctors give you the creeps. Are you sure your mum works for Dr. Eek? The receptionist grills you. She raises an eyebrow. Her eyebrows give you the creeps, okay? In fact, the whole place gives you the creeps. From the minute you stepped off the elevator on the 19th floor, there were no signs of life. No one in the echoing hall, nothing but the creaking elevator door. And then you spotted the door to Eek Labs. Your mother never told you about that either. The door looked like the door to a huge vault. It was heavy steel, about six inches thick, which, as I'm sure you'll agree, is often all you need. Your best friend Sam pulls a small handle near the edge of the door. To your surprise, the door swung open easily. Okay, you told yourself. So the place is a weird door. There's no reason to freak out. Yeah, she works here, you tell the receptionist. She does research. Well, take a seat, she replies. I'm sure your mum will be right back. Then she packs up her oversized tote bag and walks out. You search around for a chair. Then you see them, across the room. The chairs are all orange plastic and they're all chained together. Hmm. You sit down in an orange plastic chair, but Sam doesn't. He starts roaming around the waiting room. So what movie is your mum going to take us to? Sam asks. You shrug. Who knows? But remember Sam, we promised mum we wouldn't act too wild here. You warn with a grin. Yeah, yeah, he says, like he really cares. He wanders over to the receptionist's desk. He picks up a glass of clear liquid that's sitting there. It's probably just water, but hey, you cry, don't drink that. But before you can stop him, he drinks it down. Sam drains the glass in one gulp. <clears throat> then he whirls around to face you. Sam... I mean it, you moan. We can't fool around. This is a science lab. He starts to answer, but suddenly his face turns white. He clutches his throat and gasps. Then the veins on his neck start to pop out. A moment later, he makes a hideous face, as if he's turning into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. One point I will stop. You don't turn into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll turned into Mr. Hyde. He didn't turn into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He was already Dr. Jekyll. But we'll proceed. You freeze. Your heart pounds wildly. What did you drink, you ask him. You race over the desk. You pick up the glass Sam was drinking from and sniff to see if it has a smell. Nothing. Sam bursts out laughing. He gives you a devilish grin. Water, Sam says, pointing at the glass. It's just water. You can't help laughing too. You like Sam. He's funny. But sometimes your best friend can go too far. He's always playing crazy jokes on you. <laughs> Sam gazes around. <laughs> You're sure he's trying to find some other trouble to get into. Maybe we should look for my mum, you suggest. Anything to keep Sam from getting into more trouble. His eyes light up. Great idea, he cries. Maybe we can do our own experiments. Uh, on second thoughts, maybe you should just sit tight and wait. Rebecca. If you sit down and wait for your mum, turn to page 11. If you look for her, turn to page 6. Page 6. Let's look for mum. Let's go look for my mum, you tell Sam. But remember, no goofing around. This is a science lab. Right, Sam agrees. He zooms along the waiting room into a long hallway. You quickly follow. Hmm, the hallway is pretty boring. Just a lot of closed doors and white walls. And there's no way to know what's behind most of them. You open the first one and peek in. Bummer. It's just a lounge. At least that's what it looks like. There were two beat up brown couches, a table, some chairs, and a bunch of vending machines. Got any change? Sam asks. I'm starving. You pull out coins from your pocket. You've got enough for only one snack selection. You drop the coins into the slot in the machine. You start to punch the number of your favorite candy bar. But before you can hit the button, a hand suddenly clamps down on your shoulder. Turn around slowly on page 14. Well, you gasp as you turn around. It's a big, hairy chimpanzee. You and F Sam freeze. The chimp has you cornered in the lounge. Where did he come from? Is he friendly or dangerous? You have no idea what he'll do. 
and he's bigger than any chimp you've seen. In fact, he's at least as tall as you are. More like a gorilla, you think. You swallow hard. I've never seen a chimp up close like this before, Sam whispers. Me either, you whisper back. The chimp tilts his head, staring at you. He never seems to blink. Then he slowly reaches his other big hairy hand towards your throat. You want to scream, but nothing comes out. The chimp moves closer, closer to your throat. But he doesn't grab you, or even touch you. Instead, he reaches past you, to the buttons on the candy machine. He points directly at A6. Hey, cries Sam, he wants you to get a different candy bar. Cool, you say, smiling at this amazing monkey. But is it okay to give candy to a chimp? Before you can decide, Sam pushes the buttons for A6. A chocolatey, peanutty thing drops into the slot. Sam quickly unwraps the candy bar and hands it to the chimpanzee. His monstrous teeth chomp down hard on the candy. He finishes it in two bites and then pats you on the head. A moment later, he motions for you to follow him. Come on, let's see what he wants, Sam cries. I don't know, you reply. I thought we were looking for my mum. Maybe we should go back to the waiting room. Sam rolls his eyes. Where's your sense of adventure? Well, Rebecca, where is your sense of adventure? If you'd like to follow the chimp, turn to page 101. If you want to go back to the waiting room, turn to page 42. We gotta follow that chimp. Let's follow the chimp. You follow the chimp. <laughs> he leads you quickly down the gleaming white hallway. Oddly enough, he seems to know exactly where he's going. When the chimp's not watching, Sam stoops over. He copies the chimp's lumbering scamper. Ooh, ooh, Sam cries, scratching his underarms and making chimp faces. The chimp turns around and catches Sam at it. He glares at both of you. Weird, you think. You know chimps are supposed to be smart animals, but the gleam in this one's eyes, frankly, you think, he looks a lot smarter than Sam. <laughs> at last you come to the door. The chimp opens it and makes a sound. It sounds kind of like eek. Ooh, could this be something? Eek? A doctor, Doctor, yes. <laughs> What's in there, you wonder? You step right through the door into a large laboratory. Sam follows right behind. Inside, a tall man wearing a lab coat writes on a clipboard. He whirls around. He glares at you with intense dark eyes. Who are you? He demands loudly. What are you doing here? Explain who you are on page 122. You try to stay cool, even with the scientist glaring at you. You introduce yourself and Sam to the man. You reach out to shake his hand. Grown-ups usually like that. Ah, yes, the man says, squeezing your hand a little too tightly. I know your mother well. Ah. Oh. He totally <laughs> fucked his mum. <laughs> Brilliant scientist. You smile proudly. The chimp tugs on the sleeve of the man's lab coat, trying to get his attention. He makes some signs with his hand, but you can't figure out what he's trying to say. It seems to be some kind of sign language. The man nods, as if he understands. I am Professor Yazark, one of Dr. Eek's assistants. I see you've met Oscar. He nods towards the chimp. Would you care to have a look at our work? He leads you and Sam to a wall of windows. You both peer through. Wow, Sam gasps. Take a closer look on page 53. Your mouth falls open as you stare through the lab window. To your amazement, the lab is filled with chimps. But they're not just monkeying around. <laughs> they're doing cool things. Playing checkers, <laughs> painting pictures, and reading books. Cool things. <laughs> <laughs> look, Sam says, those two chimps are playing video games. Wow, can you believe their scores? <laughs> Also, if I see two chimps playing video games, I'm not going to care how high they're scoring. Like, <laughs> like oh, that fucking chimp can't play Tetris that well. <laughs> now, what kind of research are you doing here? You ask Presley Zark. Studying the brains of chimpanzees, he explains. Chimps are very smart, and physically they're a lot like people. There is much we can learn from them. Oscar gives the professor a nudge. A hard nudge, as if he wants something. The professor jumps a little, and then he turns to you. Oscar is wondering if you'd care to go inside, Presley Zark says. He nods towards the next room. To see the research. Up close. Sure, Sam cries. Could we play video games? Oscar would like that very much, Professor Yazark replies with a strange smile. What's he smiling about, you wonder? Come on, Sam urges you. What are you waiting for? 
If you'd like to go into the room with a chimp, turn to page 67. If not, then think of an excuse on page 108. You'd be a bit bor- boring if I didn't follow the chimp, right? <laughs> so we're, we're yep. following the chimp? Let's yep. go. See what he's up to. Why not take a quick look around the lab, mm. you think? After all, your mum never lets you do anything like this. She never shows you any of the cool stuff. This might be your only chance. Yeah, we'd love to see the chimps, you tell Professor Izark. Professor Izark smiles. Oscar jumps up and down. Good, Professor Izark says. Quickly, he ushers you and Sam through the connecting door. As soon as you walk in, all the chimps glance up. They stare at you and Sam without making a sound. Weird, you think. You hold very still, not wanting to scare the chimps. That's why you don't notice what's happening behind you. Oscar the chimp is slamming the door and locking it with a key. Hey, what's going on? Are the chimps just all kids? Oh my god. <laughs> also, is Dr. Yazark just crazy backwards? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the door is locked, the chimps stop playing games and reading books. The fun and games are over. Several of them run to the window and pull down the shade. Then Oscar takes a lab coat from a hook on the wall and slips it on. He pulls something from the pocket and puts it in his palm. Then he walks over to Professor Yazark and holds out his hand. Resting there is a small chocolate treat. Professor Yazark snatches it and stuffs it into his mouth. As if it's a reward. Oscar pats him on the head. Then Oscar points to a far corner of the room. Hey, you didn't see that before. The whole wall is lined with cages. Eek, eek, Oscar cries, making the same sound again. Professor Yazark obediently hurries over to one of the cages. He crawls inside, lies down, curls up to take a nap. Uh-oh, Sam croaks, clutching your arm. Look, as you stare at the cages... Get a horrible sinking feeling. Mm. You see that several of the cages are occupied, but not by chimps, by people. <gasps> They're all adults. Most of them are wearing lab coats, and all of them are asleep. Sam jabs you in the ribs and points. That woman curled up in the cage in the corner, it's the thin-lipped receptionist. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, well, hang on. <laughs> No wonder the halls of Ick Laboratories were so empty. Hey, what's going on here? Sam shouts. Oscar smiles at you. A chimp smile, which as we know, are the most devious smiles (laughs) of all. (laughs) Then he lets out a series of eeks. You can't understand chimpanzee. But if you could, you'd hear Oscar saying, We're studying human brains. Humans are very smart. And physically, they're a lot like chimpanzees. There is much we can learn from them. Then he pats you on the head. We're especially delighted that we now have two human children to study, he goes on. It should be very interesting. You and Sam back away. You don't understand what he just said, but as you stumble into the locked door, you're pretty sure that you understand one very important scientific fact. This is definitely the end. So I failed then. You did. You were locked in a cage (laughs) to be experimented on by chimpanzees. And the chimps weren't children. So, no, they weren't. So... Uh, so based on what we got, what was going on at that lab? Is Professor... is that Was that Dr. Eek, the chimpanzee? Yes. No. Yeah. So is the whole lab run by chimpanzees? There's a lot it of... Moved un- quickly. There's a... It did. It was brisk. It was brisk. If it, looking back, where do you think you went wrong? I'd say it's when I followed the chimp. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like... Oh, I would say you probably should just wait in the waiting room. <laughs> What, what did you think of your, of your dip into the choose-your-own-adventure subgenre of Goosebumps? It was fun. Was it an adventure? It was an adventure. I feel like we... Like, those two scenarios on the back of the book, like the rat... We didn't see Rat Boy. No, and we didn't that would have been fun. Dog Boy, who I believe was just described <laughs> as a dog wearing sneakers. <laughs> um, which, to be fair... 
<laughs> which to be fair you can achieve in that in real life if you just put your dog into sneakers yeah so I feel like we, we missed out on two of the, the, the biggies but um, yeah uh, Rebecca thank you for joining me on this uh, adventure into the, the deadly experience of uh, Dr. Eek do you have any, uh, any, any final thoughts Oh, what a what a great adventure it was. If you'd like, I can lend it to you and you can try and retrace your steps. I don't know, maybe try and solve your way out. I know this is probably <laughs> going to haunt you for quite a while until yeah, you do. Yeah, wondering so that's, where I went wrong and yeah, what I could have done better. Yeah, which is what... Well, you've said it from, like, I think one of the first things you ever said to me was never trust a chimpanzee yeah and i never understood it at the time <laughs> and i didn't understand why you kept saying it over and over <laughs> but i do now I so right. you were right and like i must i must begrudgingly admit that so thank you for joining me uh rebecca and thank you for listening everybody i hope you've enjoyed this episode for now uh rebecca's going to take me out with my uh standard trademark catchphrase <laughs> what is it I just like to say that I thought that there was a Planet of the Apes prequel or something. Am I meant to know something? Do you want to take that with a standard catchphrase? <laughs> and that's what we call scary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.